0: The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Yeah, they don't Independent really fact opinions. checking and corrections are encouraged.
1: Yeah. Can we get a cup of coffee in here,
2: please? Can get in here, please?
0: Hey, hey, hey. Monday morning. So Monday, it's so Monday. It's the mundane Monday. Damn Monday. Good coffee and hot. And you know what? That's a good point. It is damn good coffee and hot. But you know why it's damn good coffee and hot? Because I made it. That's the only way it will ever come out right is if I make it, which is a curse, because. I should be able to lay in bed and have my beautiful wife make me a fabulous cup of coffee while I do nothing but stare at the back of my eyelids. But no, it's impossible. If I let her do it, it will be very disappointing. Uh, Zach Wiseman seems to get up probably, I think he gets up at 2 a.m. every day. And I'm assuming that he makes his own coffee at that time, because if he has a wife who's making him coffee at 2 a.m., he's the luckiest man alive. That's all I have to say. Even if it's not damn good coffee and hot, 2 a.m., it's a lot to ask. Uh, I have to change background before I... uh, I don't know. You shouldn't have to welcome Zach in. He could just pop in on his own anytime he wants.
2: Hey, good morning. morning. How are you?
0: Up? you're muted. Ah, Nah, uh, am I? Uh, You're all muted. No, you're not. Yeah, your mic
2: is muted. Am I? I'm, nice. I'm, you can hear me,
0: <laughs> but we still can't hear
2: you. Oh jeez, <laughs> oh jeez, hey. hang on. Are you a
0: technical guy? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, what Dil- that's what Dylan. That's what Dylan does. Like a monkey. We can't hear you at all. Uh oh, this could be a bad day for Zach. He's silent. He's mute. He's hang on, un-hear- unhearable. Oh. Uh, un-hear-able. Uh, unhearable. Nope, we don't hear you. You got your volume up somewhere, but I'm missing the microphones. No, you're not missing a microphone thing.
2: you hear anything?
0: No. Everybody, uh I'll- all all Kevin and Kevin and the other Kevin are all saying, Oh, good morning, Zach. And you know, oh, he's coming back. He's out, but he's coming back. Uh oh. So anyway, um, yesterday did a little Sunday show. <laughs> Uh, I might be doing that again next Sunday. Um, William Conway was with me, and uh, talking about a lot of things that are going on in the world that we're not hearing any coverage of back there.
2: Can you hear me? You can't now, hear. Yes, I can hear you now. I didn't. I didn't change anything. <laughs> well, either way, I'm glad. I'm very happy to be heard. Gremlins. Uh, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, uh, I don't I don't drink coffee. Uh hot, uh this is this is some, you know, pretty upsetting news to most people. I don't like to burn anything and then drink the water or seepage off of that burn, which I think all is all coffee is, right? You just burn some you burn some beans and then you're like, "Oh, I can't eat these beans. I guess I'll just drink this coffee. I'll just drink this liquid that's hot." because <laughs> it keeps me up for a
0: long time. Do you have to burn them or you, you just crush them up? I don't know.
2: Well, you uh, got to like you got to roast the crap out of them because like coffee coffee beans them. are like uh they're like red or pink when you I find know. them. And then you like you cook them for like 6 days and then you wow. grind them up and then <laughs> I think I have no idea. There's something I was a chef for many years and there's just something about the the flavor of coffee that is not appealing to me whatsoever.
0: What do you do? What, what is your morning routine like? Do you have like, are you a juice guy? Do you, I mean,
2: yeah, perfect. I juice up. Dude. I'm all about the uh, HGH. I just get I get up and I just start juicing and, and doing reps. Uh, no, I, I I do like orange juice. Um, to me, there's something, and this is pretty stupid. It shows who I am. Uh, I wake up, I, I and my wife can test this, and I don't understand why. I have the worst dreams of all time. Uh, oh. I have such terrifying uh almost body paralyzing dreams that i wake up with so much adrenaline like I, I like even last night last night i had a dream uh that i i was having a hard time bringing air into my body like i'm for hours i was like trying to breathe in and breathe in and it wasn't working and when i woke up that felt so real that I immediately just jumped out of bed and just fell into the shower. Don't don't know why, uh, but I uh, I have so much weird adrenaline when I wake up and I just start making podcasts or stupid jokes to my friends and yeah. the, their anger fuels me. This is um, the the
0: symptoms here of the the scary the paral- paralytic dreams. Oof. I think that's something we could work on. I'm... not me not me i don't know shit let's but work on it i could get more like a spiritual healer on and get to the root of your paralytic dreams uh and, and cure you of that now i'm thinking maybe a little coffee might help oh. um, <laughs> but what do i know again i know nothing i'm not a i'm not a doctor i'm not a, i don't even play one on tv uh i don't but now, I've had those occasionally. I've had one or two of them, you know, one or two maybe in, in a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but to have them nightly?
2: Oh, it's awful. That's
0: a, that sounds like a spiritual thing. Like, you might be
2: possessed. You might be um, uh, not possessed, but well. I mean, well, maybe, honestly. I did a lot of weird witchcraft and just some random chanting in the 90s. So uh, I, I could have caught a, a, a solid poltergeist early on.
0: Well, I did a lot of that too, when I was around a, a lot of that because I worked for a cult in mm-hmm. the 90s. And uh, I remember one time um, a woman who was, was very high up in the cultism thing. She, to- she told me I was standing in a vortex uh, to hell. and I didn't realize it. Uh,
2: it just, <laughs> you didn't even know. That's the thing. Yeah, sometimes you never know those things are even going on. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's scary. <laughs> yeah, uh, you were in a cult. You were in a cult in the nineties. No, I wasn't in a cult. I worked for a cult. Oh, you? I, you know, I you was were the audio
0: visual director for a cult. A woman who taught hands on healing. She uh, created a four year university where people would pay uh, cash twenty thousand dollars a semester to come for six weeks a year or uh, six weeks a semester uh, and study hands on healing from her, but um yeah, hands-on is a m- misnomer because it was really hands-over, a lot mm-hmm. of, uh, stuff. And people were deep in the beliefs of that stuff. But then everything else that comes with that, like, she gave uh, a lecture on how she defeated Satan. Satan came to steal her daughter. And she, de- she got into a spiritual war with Satan and sent Satan running away like a baby in a diaper, uh, running <sighs> away, crying.
2: It seems like for, dead from dead what dead I've dead. heard
0: about Satan, he's a, he is a bad loser. <laughs> Plus, he's such a bad loser. I didn't even think of that, but just, no, so just, just the ability to, to kick Satan's ass that way, I mean, that's somebody to be feared and somebody to be reckoned with. Yeah. But she, the students there were not stupid people. <laughs> These were people, people with doctors, <laughs> nurses, lawyers, people with money enough to pay to go to, and and they all believed it every single, uh, every single word she said and 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 really took it to heart. She was she was the 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 leader and the the healing teacher, but she also channeled the goddess. Which uh, Sunday morning healing at the end of it each week, she would do the goddess healing, dressed all in white, and everybody would be dressed all in white. We have twelve hundred people just dressed in white. And sometimes she would say nothing and just to being her presence of the goddess was enough yeah. to heal people and then she channeled a guide from atlantis called haywin who was a master teacher from atlantis who for some reason spoke with like an oriental or asian accent hmm. uh so and she would go into trance and everybody in the room would be in a trance and and listen to what haywin had to say and i would be taping it all and providing tapes back and transcriptions and all that kind of stuff
2: yeah i mean it, it, it is hard to uh disassociate from a solid trance when it's going on
0: not really no
2: this is the, i was going to say this because
0: she would be in a supposedly trance and, and then open one eye and look at me like my might
2: <laughs> and then go back into the trance. Uh, yeah, w- well, one of your, one of your friends, uh, a Facebook user, brought up a pretty good point. Uh, I think you were in the Blue Oyster Cult uh, in the 90s, uh, po- post-Triangle. Is that correct or no? That's incorrect. Incorrect. Incorrect.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, I was that. at a Blue Oyster Cult concert in the 90s. Oh. Uh, that
2: qualifies. <laughs> you just gave uh. a lot of money to the Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. Uh, honestly, when I think about it, like, isn't beating the devil kind of an easy thing to do? Mm-hmm. Like, there, well, because it doesn't, like, a really good fiddle riff beat the devil, right? Like, right. Beat the devil out of it. Pop, yeah,
0: Bob Ross used to say that all the time with his brush. he just beat, beat the, the devil, devil out
2: of it. Beat the devil out of it. But, like, even if, like, say you go to Georgia, right, and you play the fiddle, like, you could have no knowledge on religion whatsoever and still topple the devil himself just by playing the violin yeah
0: well, not just you had to really like really well i mean to... you
2: got you got played play the shit out of it but you still i mean still <laughs> that's zero zero church classes zero lessons on religion or even fighting but you know a solid fiddle riff the devil's out of here man i i think that's really a uh, a cinderella story in itself if you think it about is it. It's, uh,
0: yeah, and they made the whole movie Crossroads out of that, but it was guitar instead. Uh, um,
2: Crossroads? Yeah. Crossroads. The, Ralph, the Ralph Macchio movie?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's the same idea. He's going down to, to well, I don't know if it's Georgia. Is down. that
2: what that movie's about?
0: Well, it's about him fighting for uh, the uh, blues man's soul, he, the, the harmonica player. So, so
2: I don't know if you know this. I was also in a cult uh, uh, in the 90s, and it was called Blockbuster Video. And I remember walking past that cover box of Ralph Ralph Macchio with the guitar on his back, standing at a crossroads. And I remember thinking, that movie's probably so boring. And I'd never watched it because of the cover box alone. If If I knew he was fighting the devil.
0: Yeah, well, he's fighting Steve Vai, who's the guitar player for the devil. And... Uh, Ralph Macchio is fighting for the the soul of the harmonica player, the blues harmonica player, who was mm. he found living in a nursing home, who had sold his soul to the devil, and now he's getting ready to die. He wants his soul back. And the only way he can get his soul back is if Ralph Macchio beats C. Vi in a uh, guitar duel. It's a okay. great, great guitar duel. Uh, uh, Rye Cooter played uh, the Ralph Macchio parts. And C. Vi played his own parts. But really, really, really cool stuff. I mean, yeah, musically. Cool.
2: Uh, all right, well I'll, I'll check it out. I got I got I have nothing to do later except record three podcasts and do a live uh PowerPoint showdown. But and, in between all of that.
0: And don't gonna... you have to rehearse for your uh your big showdown with uh Dave Weiss, the flat earth guy.
2: <laughs> uh, I do that in my sleep. I, I bring up all the terrifying uh thoughts like I could possibly have. There and... is a
0: comment for you already on that video. Oh yeah? Uh, that yeah, that Dave, uh, has put out three bitcoins to anybody who can prove the earth is not, uh, flat that, that we live on a globe. If you can prove that to him, he will give you three bitcoins.
2: All right. So I have, I have two challenges on this episode. One, I got to prove that the earth is round a sphere and two, I have to prove that Bitcoin is real <laughs> to, to make sure that this thing goes on.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I don't I don't even know what three Bitcoins are worth. Could, they could be worth nothing. I think uh, right
2: now it's uh, like thir- 30 grand, I think.
0: Oh, really? So you follow this, you're cl- close enough to admit... Uh, estimate well, the value of it
2: so on my cash app uh the app where uh, everyone just sends me a dollar for some reason <laughs> via my cash app uh, i get random just dollars all day uh wow. and i absolutely love it but on the cash app you can actually buy bitcoin and that's the only reason i know anything about that is because i bought five dollars of bitcoin once just to see if i would feel better about myself or if a tesla would just randomly show up um, I, I thought something magical would happen if you owned any amount of Bitcoin whatsoever. And apparently you don't. Uh, you just lose money. Um, <laughs> wow. it's, yeah, it, it's like a weird uh, app, like a like a cell phone game that you're like, I think this is fun. But I feel like there's a lot of ads in here.
0: Carl's telling me I'm Trebly. Am I Trebly? Trebly, 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 Trebly. I, I don't honestly, have any phone on this at all.
2: I, I wouldn't know. D- Dylan is the one who tells me how Treble I am. Uh,
0: you're in a lot of Treble. um yeah uh so i don't have a guest for you today but you know maybe one of these guys maybe william will will pop in or something like that Uh, yeah or carl or jamie or anybody who's available um i think they all have no william needs a link if he wants it. i'll send him one anyway he doesn't no pressure here but i'm gonna send him one but um so there's no guest today tomorrow tony darrow who's a cruise ship comedian. He's just got he just finished a week at uh Killer Coach uh Charlie Charlie's in Ala- uh, Anchorage, Alaska. It's a big club that people play up there. Yeah. Uh I hear Alaska. it's a real cool place. Yeah. <laughs> in in winter actually in summer it actually got high. I think they had a, a 100 degree day there. in, oh. Asia, in Alaska. It's fucking, it's fucking crazy. Um and then Thursday, David Uhlfelder, and then Friday, are are you into simulation theory at all?
2: Simulation theory? Listen, Matt, I don't know if you noticed about me. I'm into literally everything uh, I am into. If you, if you put someone in front of me, I immediately get passionate about whatever, like just talking to you. I'm interested right now in, in taking my shirt off and growing a mustache thicker. Uh, and
0: it's just because <laughs> I want a bolo just for you today. Right? I love it. I, I love
2: it. That That is one of the, like the common denominators of most of your videos. It's like, do we get to see the bolo this episode?
0: Well, the thing was, uh, and I haven't worn it in years until like yesterday at work. it. um, um back in the day I wore it to uh, a gig once and the gig was great it was, the, it was a magical night and i thought i i've always been because when you grow up uh the son of a, a compulsive gambler uh superstition is 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 in your dna and, mm. and so i thought well had a great gig with the bolo the bolo must be the reason now i have to wear it whenever i play music in order for things to go right yeah and that went on for about Twelve years, and then I finally uh, I forgot it one night, and I had a good gig anyway. So I, uh, well, I guess the bolo wasn't had nothing to do with the good gigs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, it's, I think the, I think the real bolo was the friendships you made along the way. If you think about it, yes, <laughs> yeah. that's true. Uh, so your dad was a compulsive gambler. I, I find that like a lot of gamblers have their own tiny superstition things. What what kind of gambler was your dad? Was like a my was dad a dice...
0: was a and he uh, he went to jail. When I was in ninth grade, I came home and uh, from high school, and my mother and father were both uh, in custody of the FBI uh, for racketeering and, and gambling. Uh, so in ninth grade, uh, and basically that was the start of my emancipation. I was like, oh well, uh, I guess it's time for me to go make my way in the world. Yeah. Uh, but my father was the kind of gambler who lost. He was at a I was three years old at Santa Anita Racetrack in uh in in uh it's like south of an- uh north of anaheim south of pasadena in california and um they lost me they, they just because he was more concerned about his horse coming in than keeping an eye on his three-year-old son hmm. and i was lost for several days living with a chinese family
2: when they found me <laughs> i can't tell if this is, is this a setup for something is this real it's,
0: it's absolute true yes i would uh and now the story, uh, because I barely remember it, but the story from, and there are only a few people alive who, who actually uh, were old enough to remember it. But the story varies whether I was with this Chinese family for three days or seven days. Uh, and I think it's probably closer to three days.
2: So, but- you, so you went missing when you were...
0: How old? Three years old. 1962. Three years old. It was old. during the Cuban Missile Crisis, by the way. Oh, uh, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> that, was all, and, that was all you. So I guess there were other the pressing stories in the news that people cared about, and they didn't have Amber Alerts for uh, in those days. A so kid yeah. went missing, so I guess the best thing they do would put up stuff on on telephone poles. Uh, have you seen this kid? I don't know how they found me. Have but, you seen
2: this kid or this horse?
0: Yeah, and apparently. <laughs> The parents in the Chinese family that took me in, could be, no, I'm, I'm not even going to go there. Uh, yeah. They didn't even speak English. So, uh, it, it, and what the hell they were doing at a racetrack with their kids? Because what happened was I, I became, I befriended their son and was hanging out with him. And, and then no parents came to get me. So
2: they were, okay, come with us. Yeah. Well, they seem like nice people. They could have just left you there.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh I definitely definitely, uh, I when my You hey, know They stole you. The part I I remember is when my mom came to get me and I was like nah Wait, were, cool, you kid, cool were you were you kidnapped
2: were you kidnapped at a racetrack
0: No I don't think so I think it was more of this lost kid doesn't know have where way to go and these these people were immigrants and they didn't know what, what what the how you handle something like that so let's just take them home take care of them and so
2: so you were the original Joe dirt I guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I know I, I learned something brand new <laughs> and exciting about you every day.
0: <laughs> so how did we get on that? Uh, we're, we're, I don't know where we're. Oh, because we're talking about my father's compulsive gambling. So oh, yeah. that, that was part of it. And then later on, I think I was like 10 years old. And he had Christmas time. He had a great day at the track, uh, like three days before Christmas. And the presents were like incredible. We, he bought my, my brother and I a recording system this is 1968 um, that, you know, basically I can make records at home. It was like incredible, but brought a brand new car, all this kind of stuff. And then Christmas break ended and I went back to school. I come home from school and everything was gone. He had a bad day. He had to hop all all the good stuff. That's the kind of compulsive gambling I thought. I mean, rich one day for the next day and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, and when he was running the book, um we we would literally be very rich if he had a good week and very poor if he had a bad week and thinking, well, we're gonna lose the house. Uh, all that kind of stuff. It was it was constant on eggshells, but he was extremely uh superstitious with the jinx, you know, and uh numbers and you know, this numbers mean things and all that kind of stuff, like oh no, it can't be a thirty-eight or thirty eight million. You know, that kind of crazy. <laughs> very, very weird stuff. Oh, that's cool. It, it wasn't cool. It was. Oh, I mean, the, the,
2: the story. The story is cool, not the experience. <laughs> yeah, <sure>. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that that was my life growing up. Um, so I left home at 14 and and ran away. Actually, uh, shortly after they got out of jail, and uh, went to Florida and lived in a. Uh, trailer park and put myself through high school uh first start working at disney until the fbi found out there was a runaway working at disney in the magic shop and then uh then i was working picking oranges getting up at four in the morning and picking oranges and uh until afternoon and then going to night school in lake wales Florida. wow i know (laughs) i know (laughs) i get wowed a lot with that you know but this is my life story
2: yeah no that's cool I don't that's know. It. That's interesting.
0: Uh, well, it, it, it seems interesting, but that's it. I mean, people always think, "Well, it's, it, it's a bigger story than that." But really, that's all of it. That, I mean, I
2: don't know. it's that's... not
0: like there's more, you know, eventful stuff and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we'll come down to. Kidnapping? Yeah, was, I, I, here we go again. Uh Twenty-two <laughs> minutes. I'm just talking about me here, but I did. I was kidnapped once by uh Princess Grace Kelly.
2: <laughs> Grace Kelly?
0: Princess Grace Kelly. Yeah. What
2: do you mean you're kidnapped? Uh, you're kidnapped by a princess?
0: Yeah. Well, it was an accidental kidnapping.
2: Like you uh, got into their trunk?
0: I got into uh, their security people forced me into their car. We were on an airplane uh, on the. Uh, 747, and because I was sitting in the very first seat in the 747 on one side of the aisle, she was sitting on the other side, and her security detail were all around me, and I was dressed exactly like them. I had this dark blue suit on. They all had the same dark blue suit on. And when the the flight was over, I went to stand up, and this big security guy just put his arm on me and said, get down. That's not how we do it. He was thinking that I'm part of his team. And I was 15 years old. I did have a mustache and looked older. Uh, but so, and then we finally cleared off and he's giving me instructions on what to do. I walked behind her and all this stuff. And instead of going to baggage claim to get my baggage, I went to walk out and he pushed me back in line. And before I know it, I'm getting into a limo and they take going into New York City and getting to uh, um, the Waldorf Astoria and walking into the lobby. And finally I got the balls to say, I don't belong here.
2: <laughs> I'm a child.
0: <laughs> I didn't even have to say I, I don't belong here. There's a mistake here. I yeah. need to call somebody. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I was accidentally kidnapped for about 30 minutes by Pinterest Grace. It was not an it wasn't an eventful thing, but it's it's something that you, you say it and people, that's a
2: weird story. You know, has yeah. gotta be more than I, that. I would put that on my resume, like just for no reason. Yeah, just make people read that and ask me about it. Oh, I That's saw something. your your
0: resume, by the way. I was because I, I was looking for pictures for you to, to put on. uh There's not a lot of imagery of you on um, on the net at all. Mm-hmm. Just pictures for the promo stuff. Yep. But I got to address this because this is in my mind now. Because you just said you don't drink coffee. The honor of the one of three actual photos
2: oh I that's tea there. my friend okay so <laughs> tea a, is okay but tea, oh, don't lover. they have to burn that no you take oh. the tea leaves right off the tree and you just put some like some cool water on it and then with, a lot of sugar
0: lots of little tea things all around like you had like what were you sampling like lots of teas
2: no there's this cool restaurant in delaware called the british bell tea room and it's like uh and i i walked passed it one day and I looked inside and it was just a whole bunch of old women, old white women with like, you know, gloves on and they're just like sipping tea and having these tiny sandwiches. So I just walk in there looking like me and I'm like, yeah, i have a table for one. <laughs> and I just sat and I ordered so much food. Like I, I ordered it as though it was like chicken wings. I'm like, give me 10 more of those sandwiches. And I'm just like slurping down tea. And uh, it was me and these old ladies and we had such a great time. Yeah, I don't know how somebody found that picture though, because uh, I I got I got asked for an interview for like a, a magazine for L A once. Uh, it was like Voyage in L A for upcoming comedians, and the picture they used is this one of me drinking tea. I'm like, that's so uh, weird. But I guess it was not many. I'll send you some photos if you like.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, I think I got enough to use now. Uh, oh, okay, but that one wasn't in clear focus. It's like you know, I would I would have used that one for coffee with the dog. Coffee with Zach now. I don't know why I got to change this thing, but the uh, I'm calling this show Coffee with the Dog until, I, until, I, I, until you don't want to do it anymore. No, that's I'm thinking- fine. You uh, are you enjoying this? Is it good for you? Are you, are
2: you, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's it's a new style. Uh, it's something like pretty new for me. morning and, radio. It is yeah. morning radio. It is morning radio, and I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't sure what to expect. And it's odd because I'm someone who likes to talk constantly. So I was like, well, this seems like something I could just do easily. It's not the easiest thing to to come up with stuff nonstop to talk about. That's I don't know how you do it. It's interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. But I do like it. I, I, yeah, to me, it's a um, it's just venting for me. It's just like, a, I got it rather than blog, rather than just go on Twitter and shout into the void, I just say what's on my mind here, and that could just keep me talking for forever. I mean, yeah. Yesterday, I was talking about the fact that you don't hear this in the news because we've we concentrate mostly on America. And the Ukraine-Russia uh, thing is, is kind of big. But China has a coup, a real-life coup going on where the leader of the country, Xi Zing, Zing, Jinping, yeah, Jinping uh, is under house scary. arrest, and the military is taking over. The military leader of the military is running China right now. And that should be, I feel like that should be a bigger story. Yeah. Like, military taking over a country never did
2: no especially a country that has like endless money and endless people uh and one that is when you think about it, it's like well if there was a country that could just really do some hardcore damage to us i mean it would be china you know and uh and having the military just randomly take over that's scary yeah Um,
0: i almost said uh because
2: um
0: When I was talking about the Chinese family, that maybe that has something to do with uh, maybe they're the same people that have been hacking uh, the people who, who had me in their home. Uh, my websites were the victims of um, major hack attempts by, and hmm. two of my websites were hacked by Chinese over the last five days. And uh, by, hundreds, by
2: the by, the Chinese.
0: <laughs> By, by the Chinese, by by <laughs> Chinese hackers, but they're not just individuals. They definitely are state sponsored. When you have, because on my uh, on my personal blog, which is a, a has absolutely no value, there were eight thousand uh, almost nine thousand attempts within like a couple of hours on a Thursday night. You don't get individuals who who have that kind of time what, and.
2: What is your What's your website do?
0: uh well that's website is just a personal blog It's matt napo says and it's basically the rant stated doing on the, on the morning here in written, written form and if there's no value there there's no user information there's no e-commerce there's nothing to steal there except me talking about what a dick trump is um What good is that? So there's nothing there, but they put in like enormous amount of energy. Nine thousand attempts to log in. Wow, within a couple of hours, and it escalated since then. My band site got hacked by Chinese hackers on Friday night, and
2: then I got. How do you know they're Chinese hackers?
0: Well, because you can track where the URLs come from.
2: But Uh, can can I buy like a VPN and just say that I'm in China right now?
0: Uh, I don't think so. I think the, the, the firewall stuff will definitely track the location, hmm. uh, uh, the actual location of where they, where they come from. I don't know if you could do that. If you could spoof being in China and not being in China by, uh, uh to all the security firewall stuff. I don't know. I, Cause yeah. I know I
2: can spoof Netflix and tell them that I'm in China when I want to yes. watch Rick and Morty. <laughs>
0: I think that's a little, a little different. Uh, that's a question for the IT guys, and we do have some IT guys. Yeah, who... I
2: have no idea. I, I'm I'm an idiot, so yeah. I'm the first to say that.
0: But, uh, you know, basically you can restrict uh, – with all the firewall stuff, you can restrict people from different country codes and all that stuff. And even oh. though I do that, they work their way around it because they're really good.
2: It's in just – it, it is pretty interesting that's... for me to think of like a whole bunch of people in a room just – Sweating and typing feverishly at a keyboard, and I go. It's okay, guys. We're almost into the Matt Napo blog thing. Uh, <laughs>
0: I'm sure. I'm sure it's bots, but but it's um, somebody has to manage the bots. Like yeah, there are not eight thousand guys in a the room. There's one guy running eight thousand bots, saying you know, trying to get in. Yeah. Once but, again,
2: I have no idea how any of it works. It just yeah. seems like they really want to rant about Trump on your website. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but so I got a ton of phone calls yesterday because I used to build websites and people still think that I'm responsible 15 years later for helping them secure their website that I built, you know, in the early 2000s. Lots of those. I got several calls yesterday about people. Our site's down. I don't know what's going on. And sure enough, and, and the hosting company, one of the biggest hosting companies that, that America is, uses for cheap hosting for websites like that is bluehost bluehost is not admitting that their shared servers were definitely uh the target of major hacking mm. and that they're talking, oh no just an hex access file was missing we fixed it it's all no i think i know a little better than that uh, so yeah so chinese have been active and since the leader of the country um, was under house arrest. So I'm thinking it's a conservative. The government said, okay, all hands are up. The military doesn't care about repercussions like that. I think Xi Jinping uh, was trying to be a diplomat mad about it and keeping some of the hackers under control. Like, you don't want the United States to retaliate because you're just going hack crazy. But the military don't care. They want yeah. us go to war. I was trying to make this point yesterday uh, that. If you're when military leadership takes over, military guys, generals, they're born thinking their destiny is to die in a great battle. Yeah, they want, they want it, they definitely want it. And whether they win or lose, it doesn't matter as long as I die in battle. is that's part of my destiny. I, Patton had that going on big time.
2: Oh yeah, I, I think I think most leaders in the military crave a battle of sorts. They crave. Someone testing their, their business, you know, like really like, do I have what it takes? Yeah. Yeah. They want the fight. Suffolk County was hacked. People are messing around in Delaware. huh? Uh, No
0: Suffolk County, New York, Suffolk Suffolk County, New York was hacked on September 8th. They didn't tell anybody until last Thursday. And uh, basically they got a lot of personal information. And then the hackers, the local hackers are extorting the Suffolk County websites uh, by saying, give us. it's like a fucking Austin Powers thing. They want ten thousand dollars. <laughs> like, are you
2: kidding me? Like, all right, ten thousand dollars. Here's ten grand. Yeah, one billion dollars. <laughs> I don't know. Now, now, Matt, does it does it upset you at all that that there's American hackers they're taking on Suffolk County, but you get Chinese hackers taking on uh, your website? How, how does that make you feel?
0: It makes me feel like these. Uh, I don't. No, it doesn't bother me at all. Uh-oh. But it, it it makes me feel like you're gonna. These guys are gonna get caught because you, unless you're offshore, and if you're domestic and you're hacking, sooner or later you're gonna get tracked down, and the FBI is gonna show up at your house. And then for ten for this ten thousand dollar extortion claim, you're probably gonna do ten years, twenty years, something like that. Um, that's what I feel. I feel like they're really stupid. It's that's a stupid crazy crime. Yeah there's better ways to get 10 grand. You could just go to Carl's house and, and look in his top drawer uh, underneath the uh the uh Victoria secret stuff that he has there. Wait, uh, who's who's Carl? I'm going to head over there now. Oh, Carl Carl man. But he's in he's in the UK, you can't like just Ah. Jeez. Uh, it's going to take it's going to take forever. Yeah, yeah. He, and uh, I don't think Colorado is on his. He, he's come, is supposedly coming to visit the U.S., but I don't think Colorado is on his um, his travel agenda.
2: I mean, it should be. It is the number one place in the country. It is for he, sunshine.
0: He spent. Cause of Enigma. He spent <laughs> like six months in Brazil recently, and just went to Brazil and stayed there for like six months. I would love that. Yeah, well, me too. I, I I don't. I would never leave. I don't know how they tricked them into leaving or why they yeah. went back there. You know. Like
2: I, I grew up in like the backwater part of Maryland, so like I, I just love and crave just walking into a forest. Yeah, you, I, you were
0: saying um, below the Mason Dixon line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I used to because I used to play in a uh, a country band back in the '80s that was based out of Clifton Forge, Virginia. and I'd have to drive mm-hmm. from Long Long Island through that area, and then we were a big son, Mason-Dixon line, and I was oh, I'm, I feel a little
2: weird crossing this line. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it it is weird. Uh, so yeah, nor- Northeast Maryland is the town that I was like raised in, and. uh <laughs> Rising Sun is right next door. that's where most of my family's from, and that's pretty much the clan capital of the world. Um, really? so yeah, it's a very weird place over there, but yeah, then got out went to Delaware, where things are awesome, Wow always. <laughs> Oh, so do you have
0: any plans for today or are you just going to wing it and then cut out a 10? Ten- I mean, whatever you want. I'm fine with whatever you want to do. Whatever. Yeah,
2: I have no idea. Actually, I, I did uh, take some notes. Uh, I, I did write some things to chat about in case people wanted to talk about some stuff. But yeah, I, I got I got no uh, I got no plans. All right, I just want to
0: play just a really short clip. It's only 39 seconds, but this will uh, start people's Monday off, I think. I ain't saying a word about Mind on TV. You keep your mouth shut there, Mr. Brock. I'll be coming for you. Otherwise, Mr. Brock, can you keep talking about Mind on TV then?
1: 9-11 was funny. Hi.
0: How are you today? I wanna come inside your bum hole. I wanna smoke in your face.
2: I love mine, dog. I love you. <laughs> I love having the dog be the best friend of my mind.
0: I don't know. I just thought that was appropriate for a Monday morning. I um I don't know why.
2: But... What, what was any what was any of that? Who who was it who <laughs>
0: That was Jamie Dykes underneath the hood. Uh, Brett Brock oh, squeezing his nipples. Who's Carl. Brett Brock? Brett Brock is an artist, comedian.
2: Uh, Boob squeezer.
0: Oh, he drew that that, that Matt Nappo, uh, Jesse Ventura thing back on the wall. there. Oh, yeah. Uh, he is uh, an artist, uh, a really extraordinary artist. He does uh, a lot of covers and promotional work for a lot of comedians and stuff like that. Um, and he's a good friend of Carl Mann and Jamie Dykes, who do a show on the Mind Dog Network called Up Dykes and Man, uh, 1 p.m. on Thursdays, 1 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. They're both uh, in the UK. Carl is in London, and uh, Jamie is in Cardiff, Wales. Uh, and they're both comedians. Uh, Carl is a the more um, established comedian. I've been at it longer, and um so then they do, and called as the Last Rights podcast, and Jamie is often on that show. Brett Brock is from Nashville, Tennessee. Somehow they became friends online, and they drink uh, while they do, like, marathon-long podcasts. They eight hours, nine hours, sometimes 12 hours, um... And so that was from the podcast We did a 40-hour uh, pod, uh, podcast for Andy, Andrew, Andy Andrews Cancer Fund. And uh, that was towards the end of it, where uh, we were 40 hours in, no sleep, very little sleep, uh, lots of alcohol in there and uh, whatever else. And... Um, that's Jamie just decided to pull his shirt up and do the demon voice and uh, <laughs> I guess it seems like Brett Brock said something bad about mind dog TV and that's what he was referring to he, keep keep your mouth shut there Mr. Brock
2: yeah but, I was really cur- I was really curious like what any of the context of that is because <laughs> I'm like well there's no bolo I don't think so the context really matters once you see a guy squeezing his
0: nipples and you hear babies <laughs> giggling in the background. And that's Carl like whispering whatever he, hello, whatever you feel, yeah right? yeah. <laughs> that's
2: so funny. yeah uh, I um you know last last week we t- I talked to uh, Jackie Martlin, obviously, as yeah. we know, and uh he he definitely likes um talking about himself <laughs> which is which is great. Uh, and it was really fun seeing like him set up like all these jokes. Um, I'm trying to download this thing now. So when, when the show was over, uh, I, I sent him an email and I was like, Hey, I, I just want to say like, I really had a, a great time talking with you. I, um, <laughs> I really enjoyed, you know, our experience. Uh, and I'm, he sent me back, uh, one word. Uh, it, yeah. was one, it was a, with it was a, it was F a. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, huh. Wait, is that like an auto response?
0: No, that's Jackie. Uh, um, he, that's what he likes using. That he likes calling people that. Because
2: um, I wrote this whole thing, I was like, I, I'm, "I'm excited to work with you. I think your comedy is top notch, and like, you know, really sculpt me." <laughs> let me interpret.
0: <laughs> let me interpret that for you, uh, Zach. I like you. I, I I think we should be friends. I look forward to uh, ha- having a long relationship with you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: really, really. Because yeah. usually when people call me that, they want one of two things. They want to, like, you know, fight me or take me out to, like, a nice lunch with tea and tiny sandwiches. No, he, w- he
0: wants to invite you to his house, show you uh, his, his Jokeland uh, studio, um, hmm. and, and hang out with you, and, and be friends, and, and just shoot the brief. Because,
2: you know, normally, like, uh, you know, I'm... I- I don't know if people know this but i i have i've invented a job uh i'm the i think i'm the first person ever to do this job and i've done it for years now and i i'm an ordained minister uh but i don't follow any religion so i do roast weddings uh i you know i'll go there i'll I'll meet the family and instead of me doing any kind of speeches i will roast or flame whoever you want whoever you want me to and i don't know them Yeah, I like it, and then I marry them, and it's sweet. And uh, you know, I'm very, I'm a very compassionate person for doing it. Uh, so, uh, what what I think I'm great at is when people throw stupid things at me, uh, usually insults uh, or just trying to be funny, and then my ability t- to just rebound it into something. Oh, I have, you... I have never, <laughs> I have never once just been so taken aback. Not, not, I wasn't insulted. I, I wasn't offended. It was like. Well, what do you say to this? <laughs> you know, like, what do you say to this right here? And I would, <laughs> and, and like, I just—my daughter's twenty-four years old, right? So beforehand, I was like, "Hey, Kels." Before you were born, right, you know, she was born in 1999. I was like, I used to listen to this Howard Stern show, and I worked a blockbuster video. I was like, and this one guy was always trying to teach me comedy and blah, blah, blah. So I, I get off the show, my daughter's like, and she's 24, and she's like, how'd the show go? And I'm like, uh, well, it was fine un- until this. And I just showed her my phone, and she's like, what? What? And I'm like, I really... No idea. <laughs> no idea. It
0: was a term of endearment.
2: And it's been three days, and I still cannot think of one. I haven't responded to any. And and I made the mistake of giving him my phone number. So he has texted me nonstop. Uh, he's texted me links to things. He texted me pictures of him shirtless with a monkey. And I'm like, this was a mistake. Like I'm <laughs> Going into it, I was like, oh, God, I hope I become friends with Jackie Martling. And leaving it, I'm like, why did I become friends with Jackie Martling? <laughs>
0: because <laughs> he would uh he he will lead you to other people you you will be happy to talk to i
2: know i know, I know. I, i'm i yeah he's introduced me to somebody who uh i guess is a writer at snl so that's that's yeah, pretty yeah. that's pretty cool yeah uh yeah absolutely and um he's definitely
0: he, everything is uh with the best of intentions even though he's just a weird <laughs> dude but that, that's the era he came from uh, he's older than me by, by about 11 years. And I, I, I know his part of the boomer generation. Well, and he's not, that's not unusual for, for guys of his era to, that, you know, just come back by calling your names and stuff. That that means they like you. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I took it as like when I was in high school and that one dude would just kind of like ball tap you. And I'm like, I guess we're friends. I don't like any of this, but I guess that means we're friends. <laughs> yeah. I got to run. I'm already late. But I just wanted
0: to say that uh, I enjoyed the show. I, I watched it back. Very good stuff. Sometimes it seemed like, Jack, you, like you asked him about TikTok, and he went back 40 years to talk about his record stuff. And I TikTok.
2: tried. I was trying. I know. I know. I know.
0: He, <laughs> like, Jackie, what the f- Fuck are you talking about, man? I yeah. asked you about TikTok, not about your record deals and, and how your phone lines got started and all that stuff. Uh that was interesting stuff for me, but the the funniest part of the show was probably unintended your confusion over Kelly saying, uh, Will, you must get on with Zach. <laughs> Will
2: I it, have, I, I it
0: I, as it was as if it were a uh question when it
2: was a command for Will. I I it I was so baffled by that car. I, I looked at it for a lo- even before I put it on screen. I kept looking at it. I'm like, what does this say? <laughs> That's
0: funny. Yeah, I know. Uh, and me watching, I was crying. I was laughing so hard. I was. My wife was in because we our cat just had surgery, had a leg, and my my wife was in the in a uh, locked in the bathroom with with the cat, just trying to console her and make her feel like away from the other cats and and she's like don't make any noise and i was laughing so hard i was i'm 300 feet away from them and they were she was like you're disturbing the cats stop laughing so loud i can't <laughs> um so, yeah i had a good time with that <laughs> yeah i just want to get so i want to send william a link in case he wants to join on i forgot about that and i'm I just did a reformat on this computer, so I can't I can't even log into Facebook over there, so I have to do it here. Oh, Sending come up, uh, William a link on Facebook and this thing's gotta start up again. I'm so lame. I'm so lame. That's okay.
2: And, and I'm
0: gonna be in trouble. I'm late.
2: Well, get out of here.
0: I can't yet. Just two minutes to get this thing so I can send William a link in case he wants to pop in. You you can meet Will. Will will get on with Zach, and then Kelly's heart will explode with laughter. And Yeah.
2: Well, Will is on PowerPoint Showdown tonight. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, if you don't know, uh, tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, Will Conway will be the guest speaker. Of PowerPoint showdown, where we're going to go over the psychic abilities and human beings. So, oh, cool! Yeah. I so look should... forward to
0: that. Now that that's entertainment for yeah. Me. That's Monday what I. Th-
2: that's what I thought. So I'm not sure. Yeah, if he wants to be on and talk to me now, that's cool too. Uh, but if you want to see Will and his ideas of what's funny, come check us out tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern.
0: Yeah. Did did everybody from the chat room follow you because kelly would need to know that because her heart will explode with laughter
2: it's... i'm pretty i'm pretty sure she did i'm i i hope so yeah but yeah you can you can you can watch it on twitter if you want you can watch it on facebook if you want you can watch it pretty much anywhere you don't promote a lot on
0: twitter you're more a, a facebook guy right
2: Yeah, I have a problem with Twitter. Uh, I I, I write stuff, and then I'm like, that's not funny. (laughs) Facebook, I feel like you could just put whatever you want out there, and people don't really care. Uh, I feel like (laughs) when it's Twitter, it's got to be clever. Uh, So I I, I have a hard time putting stuff on there. Uh, Hey, thank you. Uh... I'm still still working on my first-person videos. Um William William where are you? you are. William just said which is much different than when it's dogs and cats. All right. Yeah, this is a solid rain humor right there.
0: William, I just sent you a a link on Facebook if you want to join Zach I got to get out of here. You guys have a great day. Uh from, from now on I'll keep my 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 uh, appearances here short just uh, if I'm even here at all. I'll just okay. What you have it. At, have at it.
2: Right on. But, all right. It's Monday morning. I got to run. Have a great day. Adios, mind dog. Have a good one. Drink a coffee till it gets, I guess, warm. I mean, whatever you want to do. That's up to you. Uh, how does he do a thing where he's got like the cool backdrop? What, is, what does he do there for that? I got to figure out how to work this thing more often because it seems like if you know what you're doing, this thing can be kind of interesting. All right. All right either way, uh, let's see. Monday morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, wake up if you want to. If not. Keep your eyes closed. Turn the lights off. If you're YouTube premium subscriber, <laughs> turn the screen off and just listen, because who knows what I'm going to say. But if you want to talk about anything specific, throw it up in the chat room. And, uh, oh, actually, we got a buddy here. Hang on a second. Hey-o. Hey,
1: what's up, man? Here, let me – I'll turn my stuff sideways here. Oh, so thank we you. Have
2: a full, so we have a full picture. Yeah, I need to see that whole room. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see this whole room. <laughs> Then, All right sir. Believe it
1: believe it or not my light is on and it's going to get brighter. It does the- it does this weird thing where it like starts really low and and then and then like after after like uh you know 7 8 minutes it'll say hey let's light up the room and then it just gets brighter.
2: Yeah. But, uh, but hey, for well, now it's just dark. what I found out is sometimes it does take a little bit of time just to get warmed up and Get, get things moving. Uh, yeah. and that's why I, I tell my wife that. So she, I'm like, look, you got to just, just give it like eight, nine minutes. Just give it some time. <laughs> just let it simmer. Just, just let, let it simmer. Look, you don't need stuff right away. <laughs> anyway, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm very excited. I was
1: very happy to hear the subject matter of what the show is going to be. I was uh, waiting all weekend. I was like, oh, uh, am I going to get this email? What is going on? Yeah. But then I was like, all right, all right, there we go. We got subject
0: matter. That's great.
2: Yeah. So uh, we're going to work on the psychic abilities in human beings. And yeah. uh, I'm excited to see why you are exactly a professional on that. Uh.
1: Oh, oh, man.
2: <laughs> there's, yeah,
1: there's lots to talk about. I mean, I've seen powder. You know what I mean? <laughs> like,
2: too. you could touch a dead I've, deer and know some shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I've seen phenomenon. I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> And no, I've no, seen no. science. I know where these psychic abilities really come from. You know yeah, what I I think,
2: mean? yeah, I think science is about aliens, but then, you're probably right. Right. <laughs> that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, oh, that's where it really comes from. It comes from the aliens.
2: Oh, okay. So there's no such thing as psychic abilities. It's just alien. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, it's, the- it's, it's just aliens tapping into us using us for, you know, they're the ones that know how to use that other percentage that we don't use
2: yeah so you you do stand up comedy is that right I mean I, I was doing I, some lurking on your on your Facebook page earlier yeah
1: I've been known a time or two
2: yeah uh no i I've been doing it for a few
1: years uh it hasn't been I haven't done a lot of shows recently um because my transportation uh, has not been uh I've not been mobile my car broke down. And that uh, is really debilitating for getting places.
2: Yeah, but but it, it does the opposite for jokes though, because it seems like you're about to tell a joke there, and uh, no, it just got sad. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, that's, yeah, no. It's, well, you know, you know how they say the uh, what is it? Uh, what's the saying? How's that go? It goes um, uh, tragedy plus time equals comedy right mark twain i think said that tragedy (laughs) plus time equals comedy Oh, and uh there just hasn't been enough time is the (laughs) problem yeah
2: yeah. i'm letting that simmer (laughs) yeah i'm like this light bulb i just need some time to to get the bright shit going on that's cool yeah no dude we're, we're very excited to have you tonight uh yeah the thing about this show like it's such a dumb show uh but i always get very nervous because I have no idea what I'm about to say. You know, when you do stand up, it's like, all right, I'm going to say these 20 things. And then hopefully I can think of something funny in between them. But, yeah, we do stand up differently than <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like, I have like my I have like my six go to stories. And then I'm like, right. ai I hope somebody ugly is in the audience. Uh, B, I hope something very stupid happens to me, you know, on the way to the stage. Uh, if not, then I guess I'll talk about how Danny Glover pushed me that one time and uh, see how that goes. Right. <laughs> but
1: Yeah, great. I have a ton of stories that I still haven't told yet because like I forget. I I go up there and I, but I also get super high before I perform most of the time. Oh, yeah. So that's why I forget. Um but the like uh I don't I don't bomb uh, a whole lot. I'm not saying it never happens, but um uh I think it happens to everybody at one point or another. Oh, yeah. it should. Uh but um uh, but it generally goes pretty good. It, it generally goes so well that I forget to do something that I wanted to do because like something happened that made that made me lose time, but I lost time investing in the moment. You yeah. know what I mean. So I'm, I can't be mad at that. You know what I mean.
2: No, I, um, I I love those times. Those are the best times. It's the worst times. Yeah, to be like shit. I just told my six stories and I got four minutes left.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. But and that's the thing is is that like I've got a ton of stuff that I've never even do- like um I have a story. Uh, I almost got into a fight with Tito Ortiz one time and, uh, but I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know who he was. Right. <laughs> like, um, I was working for this company in California. It was like a direct marketing company. Um, and it was, you know, real, um, I don't know. Uh, we sold trips to Baja, Mexico. We sold like discounted trips to Baja, Mexico. And, um, and so we canvassed like college campuses and stuff like that. We went all over the place. This one day me and my supervisor went to Huntington beach area. We were in Huntington beach. We were down by the boardwalk area there. And, um, my supervisor was going to do some of the businesses that were just off the boardwalk. And he wanted me to canvas the restaurant area. That was a little closer to the boardwalk. So I was like, all right. And, um, uh, I see this group of like six or so 20 somethings. This is like my target market for sure. You know what I mean? And so I approach them and I start giving my little spiel about this trip to Mexico, you know. And one of them is this kind of meathead looking dude with like very short hair. And uh um and I can tell he's agitated by my presence. You know what I mean? Cause when you do this kind of marketing. Like, you you get a real feel for, like, reading people's vibes. You know what I mean? There so is. I can tell that he's a little agitated, but a couple of his friends seem pretty interested in what I'm saying. So I continue, right? And this guy gets mad. He's like, hey, bro, like, I'm trying to spend some time with my friends. Why don't you get out of here? And I was like, well, a couple of your friends seem really interested in what I have to say. So I'd like to continue. And he was like, look, if they want to go to Baja, Mexico, I'll pay for them to go to Baja, Mexico. We don't need your little trip. And I was like, me being ever the salesman, I was like, well, maybe you would like to buy this trip <laughs> for your friends. Like, you could certainly do that. You don't have to buy one for yourself, but maybe you want to do one for your friends. We can certainly hook that up. And, like, I had, like, one of these big laminated – Brochure type things, Mm -hmm. you know that I like, you know, pointed to, said stuff about blah blah blah, and he like gets up and he snatches this out of my hand and he chucks it and we like get nose to nose, we are in each other's face, and he's like, "I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm the Huntington Beach bad boy. I'll fuck you (laughs) up." And and now listen, I didn't grow up no punk. You know what I mean? Like uh, I grew up. Real tough. I've been in a lot of fights in my life, and I don't back down from people. So, like, I'm still like bumping bellies with this dude, and then uh, his friends get up and they're like, "Tito, Tito, calm down. He don't know. He don't know." And I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know? know." And I start, and I start walking away, and I pick up my little laminated thing, but I mean mug him like the whole yeah. time. I'm walking <laughs> away, just like, mm, you know, like. And then, like, I go, I decide, you know what, I'm done selling shit today. This was, like, this was too much. So I went to one of the other restaurants, and I ordered a beer, and I call my supervisor, and I'm like, hey, I'm at this place. Like, we need to talk, blah, blah, blah. And so, I like, he gets to me. Now, I don't know who this dude is. Like, I'm not really following UFC or anything like that at the time. This is, like, in 2003. Like, uh, like late 2003, like fall of 2003, probably. And, um, and, uh, and he gets, he gets to me and we start talking, I tell him the story and he's like, uh, he called himself the Huntington Beach bad boy. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, and he say his friends called him Tito. And I was like, yeah, and he goes, and you don't know who that is. And I was like, no, I have no idea. He goes, Dude, that's Tito Ortiz. He's like the UFC (laughs) champion, bro. And I was like, damn, I wish that dude would have hit me. I want that dude to hit me so bad.
2: Yeah, for real.
1: Right. (laughs) And then, like, like my supervisor, he's like, why? So you could get, like, paid? So you get money? And I was like, no. No, man. Because I got to know if I could take one from the champ. You know what I mean? This blonde dude knocked me out. Right. Well, and I mean, here's the thing. I I that not I <laughs> just like, oh, that's
2: not good. <laughs> oh, that's crazy oh, I something I think something happened with your audio though i can't I can't hear that last part No, not anymore. You just went out like a couple seconds ago. Yeah, right on. That's cool. Dude, imagine like just getting like meeting somebody like a UFC fighter out in like public and being like, okay, one of two things is going to happen. I'm either going to kick the shit out of this guy and be proud as hell, or I guess I'm just going to sue him after he fights me. Uh, I have no idea. Um, Yeah, I've always wondered like if people out there like, uh, you know, I'm I'm a big guy. I'm six foot four, you know, like 200 something pounds. I have no idea. And you know, I I was a bartender for a while. I own restaurants, so like you know, I've, I've been in the, in the the rough bar crowds. I've been you know in bar fights where people get stabbed and shot and stuff. And I've been hit by a fair amount of things. But I always wondered like, if I just got like a professional fighter, angry, could I take? Could I just straight take a shot? I have no idea. I'm I'm curious, but then it's like you know Tito Ortiz he's a grappler so like i probably like hit a shot and then i'm in the rear naked choke and i'm like peeing myself and nobody needs any of that um <coughs> so we're going to wait to see if william comes back i'm not sure what's going on his uh, audio just kind of dropped out there a second um so yeah like like matt said earlier i wake up pretty early i don't i don't really know why i don't i don't even really like sleeping that's the thing i don't like sleeping i think it's boring and uh, there's just so many things i could be doing And I'm literally just laying there for hours sometimes, which is dumb. Um, But yeah, I get up and the first thing I do is uh, I I try to make a, (laughs) I try to make a meme and then I get angry that I can't think of a clever enough joke for a meme, which is stupid because they're not clever, except mine. Uh, I'm going to throw some shade out there for anybody who's meme makers. Um, You know, then I go through like the Google News and try to hear like, what what does the world think that I need to know today? What does my smartphone think? This phone who knows me, who sits next to my heartbeat. Uh, and th- I can feel my heartbeat in my thigh. It's not like I have like a breast pocket that I keep my phone in. Uh, but this phone, it knows me. It knows the things that I like to watch. It knows the things that I like to uh, research. So while I go in there, I'm like, what are the coolest things my phone thinks that I want to know today. So I open up, uh, you know, Google News or I just swipe over because my phone. Very first headline. Extinct fish found reproducing naturally in Colorado. And I'm like, how is this even news? Like, how how is a fish that <laughs> that is just reproducing? Uh, it's, it's not extinct, I don't think. I think it's, it's living and it's going on. Um, so that's uh, pretty ridiculous. Um, so yeah. So if you know any other extinct animals that are just plopping out babies, uh, throw the chat. I would like to know. Um, so like, uh, you know, my, my, like I said earlier, my daughter's 24 and we, we hang out a lot. We watch a lot of TV. Uh, big fans of like, um. Any kind of reality show. So watch a lot like the challenge and Survivor and Survivor just started. If you're into like any kind of reality shows and you want to gab about that, uh let me know anytime because I really I consume all content known to man. Um and we were just sitting down, uh, you know, watching Survivor and then the Big Brother finale. And I don't know why I thought this, but I I saw this image. Uh, I'll actually put it up right now because I don't know why I thought about this so much today. it It comes there are times in my life where I look at something and it seems so friggin obvious. And I'm like, how did I not know this? But like when you ever think of like, what are numbers, you're like, how do people come up with numbers? I don't know if you'd like me and you're like, I wonder what a number is and what the origin of a number is. Uh, and then I don't know why, but I looked up the origin of numbers. I was curious, like, we wrote these numbers down. And, you know, like, languages, languages, obviously, they not universal. They, they, they change. There's dialects. There's slurs. There's uh, slang. There's so many things that change language uh, and writing and everything. But numbers don't change numbers are always numbers and throughout all you know uh, countries and religions and languages numbers are the same so it's like who the hell came up with numbers to be able to last forever and when i saw this thing i was like well duh numbers should just be math right and what's the best way to do math than just to simple count and how to count things angles and then i realized i've been drawing sevens and nines all wrong because my nines don't look like that at all but either way I just, I just, I don't know why. I thought this was just absolutely fascinating. Uh, You know why we use a a base 10 system, right? I don't. Because we got 10 fingies. Well, that's a bit ableist, but yeah, sure. Uh, The majority of people do have 10 fingers. We also have 10 toes. So, solving maybe it's a toe theory and not uh, necessarily fingies. Uh, Either way, I just thought that that was crazy, interesting. And uh, me and my daughter talked about that for way too long uh but yeah it just it just makes sense right it just makes sense it's like okay, okay. um is this fact checked no I, I my phone told me that that's it um i'll do some fact checking but when you look up images there are a lot of them uh and it seems <laughs> i'm just <laughs> i'm just saying uh this is my facts not facts facts um as time but pa- wait, hold on a second. Uh Let's see. Uh, just like oldest words are usually one syllable, yeah. Like, erg. As time passes, <laughs> that's true. It's like uh, there's no more one syllable words, so <sighs> I guess put two of them together. We'll just have a two syllable word, which is mom, m- mama. That's probably the first two syllable word, right? Uh uh-uh. uh Um. Now, yeah, so I watch a lot of content. So if if you're TV fans, if you if you're movie fans, if you're any kind of fan of content, uh let me know what you want to chat about because I like debating things, I like talking about things. Um and I like uh, doing anything. So and if you got a favorite meme or something that's going on, uh cuz apparently uh my dog is leaving me to my own drulers two syllables there. Uh to pass a lot of time with So, I'm not used to talking to myself. I usually have somebody else. So, you have to be that somebody else. So, whatever you want to talk about, uh, let me know and and we'll get on with that. Um, Some other things that I found uh, fairly interesting and I was curious what you guys thought of this at all. Um, Love watching Brady lose yesterday. This is probably a Brady Bunch thing. Um, I'm not really sure uh, how the, you know. Half of the Brady Bunch always wins. That's the way the show works. Um, I still remember that song they taught in school about the number nine. What what song? Nine? Wait, is so it the thing with like the fingers where like like nine times one is nine, nine times two is eighteen, nine times three is like twenty seven. Is that a song? could be a song. My song I know about numbers, I think, was on that show, Pinwheel or Nickelodeon. It was like, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Uh, oh, Tom, Tam Brady. Tamathan Brady. NFL's Tom Brady. Okay, so uh, if you like watching Brady lose, uh, throw up a number two in the comments. I would really appreciate that. Because if I got to start watching football uh, to have something to talk to you guys about, then... I'll do it for you. I'll do it. That was Sesame Street. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I was trying to tell people what Pinwheel was the other day, and I was telling them that it was like the you know Pinwheel walked, so Sesame Street could run. And I do not know. Uh, I don't think pin, Pinwheel was on puppets. I think it was all animated. And, and from what I remember, it was only in very one tiny part of Maryland where I came from. Um But yeah, I, I do like Sesame, and that's that's what song was not Nickelodeon. Sesame Street foiled again by those curmudgeon puppets. Um, let's see here. Um, I also, for some reason, oh, wait a minute, here we go. Football, camping, hiking, drones, pick your poison. Let's talk about poisons. I'm into that. Uh, I don't know why things like arsenic should smell good. I have no idea. Um, let's see, please. Oh please don't do that phone number in the comment thing. I have no idea. I'm just I'm trying to understand what Matt does cuz he gave me no notes, he gave me no direction. He just said, "All right, uh I'm going to go have some coffee cuz I'm I'm late for coffee." Um so I'm just trying to engage Michael Zim nightshade table. Uh well, nightshade is nightshade is a pretty solid poison. Uh, I think that follows like Wolfsbane um which can be found in the wild, just so you know. Uh it is it is a deadly breath of the wild, which is like a reverse <laughs> Zelda game. Um one thing I also find interesting, I love movies. Uh, I even love watching bad movies. I'm a fan of very, very bad movies, but I like boring movies, like ones that are just so bad that you keep kind of hate watching it just because you're like, I, I don't like myself, I'll just watch this. Um, but I did come across this list of the best movies that have a 0% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, for some reason, we as a collective audience have decided that Rotten Tomatoes gets to tell us what movies are good or not. Uh, But here are some of the movies that I found uh, on Rotten Tomatoes that have 0% score. Um, I don't know if we know this, but uh, the Garbage Pail Kid movie has 0% score. Um, it's basically a free floating. What's free floating? F- th- his song, your number song. Oh, you're gonna like rap. You're, you're gonna you're rap this number song to me. Uh, I love Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck is. <sighs> I I I can I understand how people say they like the movie, but it's a pretty gross ass movie if you think about it um i i can't think i don't think i know of a hornier movie out there than howard the duck and when you think about it you're like uh okay well yeah i'd probably bang an alien but would you would you really hook up with like a three-foot duck because i know three things about ducks right and i think most humans know the same three things about ducks uh one i think some of their feathers can't get wet right <laughs> i think that's a fact about ducks uh two i think their feet uh always go faster underwater because they're calm up top uh and number three they have um like a one of those corkscrew things uh you know like a it's a like reproductive organ is a is a corkscrew with like barbs on it and I just don't. I don't think anybody wants that. Um, Michael said, "How? Uh, how about awful of Cobra Kai?" Seriously, why do people like this show? It's like they took an idea for a very clever joke and made Cobra Kai. And season one was like, "Okay, this is that joke played out." And now you're like, "This is six seasons deep of these two old men that just want to like push their feet at people." And I mean, I sure, but honestly. Ralph Macho was a bad guy. He's a bad kid. He was a troublemaker from the start. And if you want to talk about Karate Kid and what a POS Ralph Macho is, uh, yeah, I could definitely do that. Um, not one that can talk. Ducks? True. I guess if it was a talking duck, it would be a little bit more engaging. I'd be like, maybe I want to have sex with this duck. But I'm like, it probably has a corkscrew thing. Uh, let's see here. The show format is free floating. Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah, <laughs> just like a loose Macy's Day Parade, just just floating all weird shit everywhere. Um, also, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but uh, Ed, the movie with Matt LeBlanc and the monkey, were they baseball players? Zero percent. That's ridiculous. Uh, look who's talking now. Uh, I'm sorry. Is there a better third movie ever? But 0%? Police Academy 4. Arguably. If, if my heart could write a comedic poem, it would probably be Police Academy 4. So the fact that that has 0% means that some people probably don't like the fact that I have a heart. Uh, and that's upsetting cuz whatever uh Highlander 2 yeah sure i get that i don't know why you would cast uh, uh uh Sean Connery to play like a old spaniard man but whatever um they can they can never tell on you
0: <laughs> hmm
2: all right let's break this down for a second uh so you you you, you <laughs> You want to have sex with a duck because it can't tell on you. What do you want to do with a duck that it would tell on you, but it cannot? Uh, Solvent, I think you might have a duck problem, my friend, uh, because you want to do some stuff that I think you think is not allowed. And that's cool. All right. Also, uh, you know, um, I'm a super nerd. If you can see behind me, uh, that's my original – uh alf doll from the uh, season one of the series that is a star wars um pillow that is also a book uh you can read it there's pillow pages uh you can also see the little uh labyrinth uh guy who you know told her that she should have gone the other way so there's um I'm not saying to, just when push comes to shove, I want a quiet duck. I like the fact that you want to push and or shove a duck, but also that duck better keep its mouth shut because it's <laughs> there's more coming. Duck. Uh so look, I'm I'm a super nerd, as you can tell. Uh there's a bunch of weird stuff back there. Uh this this right here, I don't know if you guys know that. That's like um so, <laughs> like, right before laser discs were a thing, there were these huge floppy discs that were, like, uh, 18 inches. And you would just jam these uh, floppy discs in this stuff. Let's see. Castaway Island. Uh, the only alive, only thing alive is an island, but you as a goat. How long are you making it? Oh, okay. So, if it's if it is a castaway island and it's just me and a goat... How long am I going to make it on this island? Um, so I watch a lot of Naked and Afraid and Alone, and I know that for a fact. There's some trees that you can just eat uh, the the subdermis layer of <laughs> of their bark to survive. If I had a goat to talk to, um, I f- I feel honestly that that goat would that goat would make it over me um i don't have natural resources to thrive uh whereas a goat i think can at least climb well and uh eat stuff so uh, i think they got that beat um so yeah so i i i watch a lot of like nerd stuff and obviously game of thrones and lord of the rings are on so i'm super interested what some people think about these two you know nerd things um but like i noticed recently that like um Princess Bride is coming back into, like, in, into the media. Like, people are talking about it. Uh, recently, cast got back together. And, you know, there there's, like, this revival. And, you know, Princess Bride, uh, to me, as a young adult, was one of the coolest books I've ever read. I don't know if anybody's ever read this book or not, but uh, th- this book completely, like, lied to me. And it, it was upsetting. <laughs> uh, because I remember going into... Um, yeah, I saw the movie. I worked a blockbuster video in the 90s and you know, I saw the movie and I remember going to the bookstore and buying the book. And I was like, "Well, if the movie is good, this book has to be great." So I go home and I read Princess Bride the book so fast and I love it. And I don't know if you've read the book before, but there's um there's a lot of parts of the book that are like a bridge for, for our behalf. Um, it's almost like the author found the original book, and is just cutting stuff out of it, you know, for, for our behalf. Which I was like, I like this movie so much, I need to know the origin. I'll buy the the longer book. So I remember going to a bookstore, it was a Borders, um, it was a Borders books and music at the time, and I remember going to the guy, and I was like, Hey, yeah, I just bought this uh, abridged version of uh, Princess Bride. I just want like the the regular one, and he just like looks at me. And he's like, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "I just want like the real one, like not the abridged version. I want the longer one, you know." And he's like, "Oh, so you're like an idiot." <laughs> and I was like, "What he, what he talking? No, what, are you, what he's why?" And he's like, "Buddy, that's the joke. That's the joke of the book is that there is no other book." And to me, being a young adult, that was the first time uh, that, that it was. Blatantly obvious to me that somebody lied to me for comedic sake. And I thought that was so clever that they just made up this fake thing and you know added on to it and subtracted stuff and made that a new thing. So if you ever wonder where most of my uh weird, you know, uh podcasts or stories come from, it, it's from that base idea that you you don't need to create like, yeah, the Princess Bride is a great story, but the fact that it is conning you is the interesting thing uh the fact that it makes you do research and the fact that it makes you think outside of just the basic story itself uh i think i think that was really cool and, and so uh being shamed uh, at the bookstore and made me do a lot more research and this is before like the internet so i really didn't know so i had to like ask older people Uh, And librarians, which was the internet, I guess. Uh, Then that's when I found out like the thing. So I I did, I took some time and I was like, well, I wonder like what movies are like this? Like what movies um, have that same kind of a feel to it? And there's only a few that I've come up with. And, and if anybody knows more, please let me know. Because I'm super interested in, in watching anything that people like. If you like it, uh, I would love to watch it. I think that's so cool. And, and I like sharing, um, you know, just conversations people about stuff they like and, and my views on it. Um, so Princess Bride, I, I think that one of the few movies that stood out as far as... What is like this? Like what movies like this? And I think that 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 whole like Baron Munchausen thing, um the um I, I think that that was such a cool like way to tell a story. It's like what if you're right beside something so impactful? you know like you, you think of like Hamlet, which is one of the most engaging and oldest stories out there, right? And like, uh, they were yelling. you know they're yelling at that uh in in that story but like what if somebody was right next door to that what if somebody overheard that and i thought that's why that um uh baron was such a cool idea uh and i guess hook kind of follows that that same theme uh good luck to you man at the doctor's office uh i hope you get something at least some good news or you know what is it advice yeah advice um I think hook has that kind of same feel like Neverending story. I like all those. And, and then I guess not that it does that thing where it kind of like cons you a little bit, but it, it has that sense of I'm in a whole different world. <laughs> I can't understand this. And I think that's why I like the, um, like the Jim Henson trilogy so much um, like labyrinth, dark crystal mirror mask. I think those are interesting stories that, that take place somewhere else uh, that kind of lie to you, really just to tell you a, a good story. So, if you haven't seen Princess Bride, check it out. I'm sure everyone's seen it. Uh, I, I think it's one of those things that almost can't be remade. Because I think even when you watch it, you're like, oh, the background is this matte painting and whatever. That That's all... It has like that fake fantasy kind of a feel to it. Um. So, yeah. So, uh, I think they're trying to remake this movie, and I'm pretty upset about it. But whatever you know they're gonna do it um let's see what else do you want to talk about um memes of the week i was really going through uh what, what the current meme formats are and you know just trying to see like all right what, what am i supposed to be laughing at today um and and i guess a lot of the memes that are going on are are really about like uh, uh, cooking like that bear show on netflix and chef stuff so i think that's cool um but yeah, so we have a guest on Wednesday. We're going to talk to a flat earth guy. So uh, I have a lot of questions coming for that. So if you if there's anything that you would like me to ask, you want to ask a, a, a flat earther, you want um, some advice on, on how to stay grounded in, in today's flat earth days, uh, let me know. Let me know what to ask. You can find me everywhere. Uh, I'm usually at some nobodies. Um, that's where we do all of our podcasting. Like I said, tonight we're going to have a PowerPoint showdown with Mr. William Conway. That's going to be on the psychic abilities of human beings. And let's see what's going on with that. Um, All right, guys. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go take some notes to make sure that tomorrow's show goes longer and is a little more engaging. (laughs) So uh, do not put any numbers in the chat. I would not like to see that whatsoever. Solvin VPB. FPV. Good luck to you, my friend. Uh, let me know how it goes in there. Uh, Conway, I will see you later. Matt Napo I appreciate you. I hope your coffee is not too cool. And um, yeah, let's play one of these uh, videos and see what we can glean. Actually, we'll, we'll, we'll play two before his outro. Let's play. Um, let's see. How about this? What, what this one is?
0: To sleep in late, and I'm the kind of guy who <laughs> likes to wait. If you can handle that we'll get along just great. Cause that's the kind of guy I am. I'm not the he really is guy who likes to start a fight. But I've never been accused of being too polite. Cause I got
2: drunk of being wrong and right. That's the kind
1: of guy I am.
2: That's the kind and of I guy me he likes Arizona too. i don't. If I will I'm damned if I won't, I'm damned if I try Don't you
0: understand I don't give a damn That's the kind of guy I am Yeah, I'm the kind of guy Who likes to laugh and joke Every now and then I like to take a joke But if I do too much I might just have a stroke That's the kind of guy I am And I'm damned if I do
2: Apparently he's damn I don't give a damn. That's the kind of guy I am. He's like, I just with too many dams in it. I is my I'm the
0: kind of guy to just for a moment. And I'm damned for you. I'm damned for now. i for will. I'm damned for one. I'm damned
2: Look at this. <laughs> try, Don't <you> <laughs> the I don't give a damn. That's the kind of
1: guy.
2: i love that one dance group. I'm I am I I'm probably gonna do a twist, but I'm not don't oh. you understand. that's the kind of guy I am. That's the kind of guy he is. Honestly, if he does it, or doesn't do it. He is damned either way. Um, all right. So uh, scrolling through the news, uh, there was a pretty bad school shooting in Russia, and that's terrible. Um, you know, I, I live in Colorado, and there's a lot of school shootings here. Uh, not a lot, but, you know, obviously Columbine is here, and there's uh, a couple. That one um, shooting that happened in the movie theater was very close to here as well. And it's just it's crazy to hear all these school shootings, but you never hear about school shootings like in a different country. And I thought that was just something that made us worse, I guess, where it's like god, there's so many guns here, blah blah blah, but you know, not that I ever wanted to hear about one in a different country, but when you do, it's like, oh yeah, man, things are bad everywhere. I mean, obviously they're bad here, you know, but and obviously they're bad. They're bad in Russia. But I didn't think they were that bad. Um, And, you know, like, all the news is going on and COVID and monkeypox and everything. And then you're like, and there's a fucking hurricane coming. Like, there's a hurricane that's about to land in Florida. But the good thing about that, I guess, is that you're going to get a lot of cool, like, Florida man stories soon. Because those guys cannot help but just chase hurricane chase a tornado and and try to find out if if cows really float or not um i don't know there's really not a whole lot going in the news so i'm gonna get out of here i'm gonna go take some notes i appreciate all of you all of your attention if you want to hear some comedy come check us out at some nobodies we'll be doing powerpoint presentation tonight. powerpoint showdown uh with oh there we go hang on a second aha hey Hey, we're Uh, back Conway's back. How that. No, it's fun. It was interesting because, like, it, it was like the sound kind of went crazy, and then you took her teeth out, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening, but this is a cool bit. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't hear? You didn't hear? Okay.
1: Well, no, the basic gist of it is, that, is that I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think T Ortiz could knock me out with one punch. To be honest with you,
2: I don't think so. <laughs> No, I, thought, like, I think he go, go grappling on I you. think
1: I think he'd have a little bit more bit off than he thought than, than he thought would. And I'm not saying I would necessarily win. Yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, but uh but I think I'd give him a fair go. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, I mean, gonna... we're, in the, we're in the same weight class easy. You, yeah. you know, and I, I had seven amateur fights in 2001, you know? Like <laughs> Is that
2: is that what you call it, just fights in a gas station just amateur fights?
1: No, no, I had uh, no, I've been in plenty of street fights, but I had uh, seven legit amateur bouts in Sioux Falls. Oh, you're like Uh, a, yeah, you're
2: trying to be a, like a, like a boxer or MMA guy?
1: No, you know, it was, um, I was basically trying to remind myself I was human at that point, is actually what I was doing. Uh, I was just coming off methamphetamine and, uh, and I, I married my first marriage, I married my dealer. Right, so I can get my shit for free. That's the kind of meth addict I was. Sick. I was like, hey, I need yeah. to marry my connect. Yeah, you
2: know? one <laughs> like, of the smart, one of the smarter meth moves that I've heard, honestly. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I was like, oh shit, you know. So I was, I was really into it, and uh, and I lost myself pretty good, and uh really in two thousand one, I was a broken man. I was a very broken person, and the way these fights were set up is that uh, there was no judges, so there was no scoring system. Uh, so um, if you went the whole three rounds, it was just the draw, right? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and so uh, my record was 0, 1, and 6. Because to me, the most entertaining thing that I can do for the crowd is give them a full fight. So I would do whatever I could not to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just went in there. and I, But, like, I grew up with, a, like, like, you got to understand, like, my psyche was really messed up at this time. Yeah. You know, I grew up with a super abusive uh, alcoholic father. And my dad was, like, 400 pounds, like 395 to 415 most of my childhood. And, you know, when I was a kid, he was hitting us like we were men. You know what I mean? And uh, and so, like, I could take damage, you yeah. know, and I got bullied a lot in school. And, uh, like, I remember one time, uh, I think I was a freshman in high school. I got beat down six-on-one real bad. Uh, my dad actually came and saved the day uh, when that happened because I was at the bottom of the pile. They probably, you know, if they wouldn't have stopped, you know, they could have killed me easy because I was twitching, like, about 15, 20 minutes after they put me in the car. I just start twitching because I was so messed up from getting hit. <laughs> like, but, but, yeah, in 2001, it was all about trying to remind myself that I was human, and taking damage and bleeding was how I did that. Yeah. And, like, uh, and this, dude, I remember, like, this was the same period of time that I had a buddy named Josh, and he had two sets of boxing gloves that he kept in the trunk of his car. And we would just pull over somewhere and go out, and then... Like, people found out, like, like, it became known that we had these boxing gloves in the trunk. and Because me and Josh were tight. We rolled around together all the time. And so, like, uh, we go to parties and be like, hey, you guys got them boxing gloves? And so the next thing I know, we're going to, like, because uh, Citibank is one of the largest employers in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And so they had these huge blowout parties during the weekend. Uh, these Citibank parties and they're usually out in the boonies, you know, cause people cut loose. Uh, they forget that they're, you know, working for Citibank, you know, that's yeah. the goal. And so uh, dude, we started pulling out the gloves at these Citibank parties. It felt like bike club, dude. It was awesome. It was- <laughs> <laughs> I, I like,
2: I like, I, I like it that. You're like, uh, I want to put on a good show and obviously nobody wants to see someone win. They just want to see a bunch of drawls. <laughs> well, okay. Like,
1: this, this is my thing. It's, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> uh, I would, they, they asked me after, I think, I think it was my third or fourth fight. They, they brought me in the office and asked me if I, could, if I'd fight semi pro, uh, because they, they had been taping everything and they, like, they noticed. You know what I mean? They were like, yeah. this guy, this guy could do way more and he's just not, you know what I mean? And, uh, but, um, I don't know if you know this, but, uh, people are ravenous. (laughs) Um, I didn't, I didn't like, I took a beating for three rounds, you know what I mean? Like, like, and people would cheer that. Like, I remember one time, there was one time that was so bad, like, um, they had gotten on top of me and they kept hitting me right over the heart, right, right on my chest, right over my heart. Like I took repeated shots to the same area in my chest and I crawled back to my corner and it took me the entire break to get back to my feet. My corner, my girlfriend who was like right off of my corner was like, you don't have to go back out there. And I was like, yes, I do. Like, I made it to my feet. I'm going back out there, you know, and I made it through, like, and to me, and I think to a lot of the people that watch, it it's very entertaining because this is, like, this dude just takes it and keeps going. Like, that's impossible, you know? Yeah. Like it's not smart but you know
0: <laughs>
2: no, no dude, that's crazy cuz like you know when you watch like a, a, a like an mma fight or like a boxing fight it's like yeah they they hit you in the face and the head because they want you to like get knocked out and like you mm-hmm. know they hit you in the body because they want your arms to drop so they can hit you in the head and knock you out but if somebody just hitting you in the chest over the heart it's like they kind of want you to die right yeah <laughs> that's, no uh, that's a that's a I, murder uh,
1: so I had a cracked rib, uh, and it like, dude, it hurt for for weeks afterwards. I couldn't breathe right. It, God, that sounds was...
2: awful. Yeah, I can see why it moved to comedy and less meth. Uh, let's see. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's uh Although that's... I'm not afraid of physical comedy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. that's that's something I'm into. You know, no, that's like, cool. I'll take I'll take one for the team. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Uh, Which I said, actually did in baseball. When I was in baseball, I was I, I was a really good base runner, but I was terrible at hitting. And so I would just crowd the plate and lean into one
2: and just take it. Yep, just take <laughs> one from the team. Well, I've been taking it from the team my whole life. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, thanks. I've always needed somebody <laughs> to my throw a baseball at. Uh, yeah, ear- <laughs> Earlier, you said like you when you go on, on your shows, and you do comedy and stuff. You're uh, you know a little bit stoned or whatever. Um, which is like that's how I started that's how I got into comedy. I we going to a um an open mic thing in Philadelphia, and like I was just super stoned. And I'm like, this is stupid. I, I can I do better than this. And then we were just signing up uh on the on the signup sheet and like they called they called me and I wasn't expecting to actually do it. I was just kind of talking shit. So I remember like just doing like three shots of tequila real fast for going up there and being like, there you go. Oh, man. Yeah. I just, I hope I black out <laughs> for this. Right. I'm uh, not going to remember this. Yeah. Like I, got it. I got to get this out of the way, but, um, <laughs> but it's always funny when you like, you know, you, 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 you like you're, you're, stoned and you just have like an idea and you're stuck on this idea. And you're like, this is the craziest shit I've ever thought of. Have do you ever have like any of those kind of like high revelations, even though it's like the dumbest thing ever. You're like, this is going to change my life. Uh, and, oh. and, and I'm going to preface it by saying that this was the picture that did it for me yesterday. I'm going to put a picture up here, And I, I showed this earlier. What? But when I saw this, I don't know why this blew my brain apart. And I think it was it's smoking, awesome. I think I was just smoking way too much. Like when I looked at it, I'm like, that's all numbers is, dude. Just fucking ang- oh. angle. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It makes uh, sense. It makes a lot of sense. I hate it. When, I hate how much sense it makes because I'm like, I guess I'm just too stupid to not even know. You know like, and
1: I want you to know that you answered a, oh, a years long like question it. for me.
2: I have always wondered why people put lines in their seven. Yeah, right. It's like, why would you do that? I know what the difference between a one and a seven is, but now it's like, oh, you need that line because to create the seven you, angles. You need that yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's stupid. Uh, Now it is. Uh, All right, man. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go prepare for tonight's show, take a bunch of notes for tomorrow's uh, coffee thing. I appreciate your time, man. Thank you very much for hanging out with me. Uh, I'll see you tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern when you're going to give us everything you know about psychic abilities and human beings. Uh, So, yeah, look, A, nice meeting you, dude. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Uh, You're a very funny dude. And uh, I hope that we get to do a lot more stuff together. So uh, I'm going to play Matt's outro. Wait, what's this? Oh, thing? yeah. We love the outro. Good math. Oh, no. Ah, oh, shit. What happened? Some, I, I, I think that my angle theory is not true. I think, <laughs> I think Arabic numbers don't have anything to do with... Okay, look. I got I got to go because I got to figure out... If just, our
1: theory has just been disproven. We've been I know. debunked.
2: And this is way too early in my career on Matt Napo's show <laughs> uh, for me to be de- for debunking uh, For yeah. debunking already. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to play his outro thing. I'm going to turn your mic on. So if you want to just watch it and talk shit on it over with me, I would like that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but let's as, do that. as let's... soon as this thing's done, we're going to get out of here, man. I appreciate your okay. time. And everyone, tune in tonight to see uh, William Conway on PowerPoint Showdown. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Maybe, who knows? We we'll went back. I have no idea. Yeah, we
1: might be. Because this is.
2: It's just weird, right? Because like you're like this is good, but like is it? Because that's a fun. That is a funky baseline, though. No, it is. A, it is. It is a groovy beat. It's yeah, a, it's a groovy baseline. But my problem, I think, but is it's the me. message. Like, what is the message? Turn on the radio and stop listening to me, or cut out the silence. Like, I mean, I think maybe it's so uh, that you dance with this person that you love. But it, it seems like this is something you tell somebody when you're just sick of talking to them. It's like I'm not, I don't have anything else to say. Turn the radio yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick of looking at you. I mean, maybe dance. You know, my my wife hates
1: these headphones that I wear because when I'm done talking to her, I just put on my
2: headphones. And <laughs> she gets really out of that head. Oh, that's what it is, baby. He's like, I don't want to listen to you talk. I'm gonna turn the radio on. I'm I also liked it, like <laughs> that, like he he's just like following a woman around, screaming and turning the radio on. Well, that is the thing, for that he likes to follow women around. Yeah, I mean it is it is the, the close thing to podcasting, which is me just yelling at people. I
1: have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy is very lonely.
2: The guy that just staring out the window at the building. Yeah. Very, very... Now, who do you think Matt thinks he is in this video? Is he the rapper guy? Is he the, the wealthy man in the business room? He's probably the
1: guy jamming on the guitar.
2: There's a guitar? Yeah, it was just a second ago. Oh. They'll probably sing. Oh, no, Because no, no, no. that's that's Reno, Nevada, right? I do And that's, know. this is a fake city. <laughs> I, I, I love this song. Because that's, that's Vegas. Yeah. But that's like, that's hell of New York, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean... No, you're right,
1: Michael. It, it is a great song. I just... Yeah. I, I like now to understand. You like any platform. What's that? You can listen to it on any platform. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's on Spotify, I believe you. It came up in my
2: playlist. <laughs> listen, go to myspace.com backslash Zach Wiseman. Listen to Matt Mappo's new new hit single. Turn the radio on myspace. I love this song.
1: It's great. I, you know, I want to know what makes you make the decision to go Chipmunks with the music. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Like he heard a song, and goes, "Nah, make that voice way higher." Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's like, like, like soprano higher? No, like I have never had <laughs> testicles ever higher.
2: Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> Big Dave want to sign me to the Chipmunks. Get it up there. Yeah. Yeah. I, guess, I guess like there's just so many lonely people in the world, they all just need the radio Yeah, that, that's a conv-
1: Listen, my grandma was so lonely, she used to call the time and temperature number <laughs> Just to have somebody to talk to, that's not even a joke, that's weird
2: <laughs> But, the, but this, is, this is his outgoing music He like, look, I'm out of here Turn the radio on Listen to something good <laughs> yes. which wasn't it? oh that is Matt you're right Yeah. yes He. Yes. yeah oh, yeah I saw him yeah so yeah. If, if Matt if Matt was doing his own live who would his rap breakdown person be his rap person? like yeah if he had like a rap like hype man uh Tony Loke I think would be a <laughs> good the
1: hype man is he streaming live yeah
2: absolutely <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Matt Matt does have some funky cold Medina to him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would love to see Matt jamming with tone Love. That would be the shit. That's true. Oh, the woman finally turned around like, leave me alone. Yeah, like, hey, i see you with your camera. What? Stop following me. I get it. You're, You're on Spotify. You're breaking the law, asshole. <laughs> Listen, Zach. Everybody's got a podcast. Nobody cares. Stop telling me. <laughs> uh. All right, dude. I I appreciate your time, man. We'll see you uh, later tonight. Yeah, and then yeah, uh, we'll I'll see check you, a few hours. you. Yeah, right, old man. I'll see you soon.